Welcome back to today's episode of The Best of Jeff and Stuff. It's got to be a good one. We put a lot of thought and effort into it. And at least we didn't have to use spell check this time. Please enjoy, and if you really like it, share it with your friends. Thanks. So here we go with our next one. Today's episode is Neiman Marcus. Who remembers all those exotic, one-of-a-kind gifts that you can only dream about? Yes, I'm talking about the annual Neiman Marcus catalog, featuring their famous his and hers gifts. Here's a little background I thought was interesting. Feel free to use this on your next trivia challenge game. Herbert Marcus Sr. and two of his friends back in 1907 had $25,000 from a successful sales promotion firm that they had built in Atlanta and two potential investments of funds. Rather than take a chance on an unknown sugary soda pop business, the three entrepreneurs rejected the fledgling Coca-Cola company and chose instead to return to Dallas and establish a retail business. For this reason, an early company CEO was quoted back in 1957 as saying in jest that Neiman Marcus was founded on bad business judgment. Turns out they actually did pretty well for themselves, as it worked out, and this is what they became purveyors of fine and exotic gifts. In 1952, Stanley Marcus introduced a new tradition of having extravagant and unusual gifts in each year's Christmas catalog, which he called the Christmas Book. The idea was sparked when journalist Edward R. Murrow contacted Marcus to ask if the store would be offering anything unusual that might interest his radio listeners. Marcus invented on the spot an offering of a live black Angus bull accompanied by a sterling silver barbecue cart. And the catalog was subsequently altered to include this item. Priced at $1,925 on the hoof and $2,250 as 300 pounds of steaks and other cuts, at one point the Nemus Marcus Christmas catalog had the distinction of being the item most stolen from recipients' mailboxes. This prompted the Chicago Postmasters to suggest that the company switch to enclosing the catalogs in plain brown wrappers. That has a whole different meaning today. Neiman's fantasy gifts in the Christmas book have included a $20 million submarine, mummy cases that contained an actual mummy, seats from Ebbets Field, and a 1.5 million Cobalt Valkyrie 10 airplane. The most expensive item was a Boeing business jet for over 35 million. These did not always sell, but it was fun to dream. The first his and hers gifts back in 1951 were Vicuna coats, and the customers passed. But later duos were doozies. A two-seater submarine in 1963 for $18,700. Matching pink-striped hot air balloons in 1964 for $13,700. Live camels in 1967 for $4,125. And an ancient Egyptian mummy case back in 71 that sold for $6,000. 
One of the most memorable ones was in the 1962 catalog. They offered a set of Chinese junks at $11,500 for the pair, with the tongue-in-cheek headline, Junk for Christmas. To the store's astonishment, they received eight orders. When I first paid any attention to them, it was probably in the late 80s, maybe through the mid-90s. Had some really cool stuff, but truth be told, I had been there and done that back in 1975. Let's try his and hers private pilot license. Snuggled in front of a nice wood fire in our cozy Cape Cod in the falls, we saw a commercial for the Cessna Flight School out by the Goodyear hangar. The $995 cost was a perfect fit for my year-end commission check from Brown and Graves Lumber. It covered everything, all the way through learning and earning your single-engine land, which is called an ASEL, Private Pilot's License. Coursework, flight school, plane rental, 40 hours of flight time, private instructor, immersive prep for the FAA written exam, and your final flight FAA certification with a former Top Gun aviator, no less. I will link to the blog that I posted earlier about the family that flies together. So back to the commercial. The sun was shining and a happy couple was flying to some generic local airport just to go to lunch. Wow, a fly-in restaurant. Pilots have always enjoyed the convenience of having fly-in restaurants located on airport property as airport restaurants make for a great place for pilots to stretch their legs, relax, and enjoy the company of other pilots. And the food can sometimes be exotic, sometimes gourmet, but not always. Take the world-famous $100 hamburger. It's not the ingredients, but rather it's the full experience. The hamburger probably costs 10 bucks, but the pilot will need to spend the remainder of the money on the aircraft and the fuel getting back and forth from the airport to the restaurant and back. Aircraft plus burger plus fuel equals $100. The experience, priceless. Another over-the-top gift I perpetrated was in New Serena Beach down in Florida back in 1982. Just up the coast from the Kennedy Space Center where the space shuttles were launched from, they had some very strict no-fly rules, do not enter airspace regulations, violators will be shot down type of warnings. This is at the same time the hit song 99 Red Balloons was popular, so I decided to impress my date with 99 helium balloons, of course in the obligatory red. We would then launch them from the back of my Plymouth Trail Duster on the beach at dawn. The florist who supplied this contraband thought I was bonkers and watched from a distance as I crammed all of them in the back of my truck, being careful not to pop any of them. No strings attached, literally. Took them out of big green plastic bags, pushing and counting each floating bauble into the back and eagerly anticipating the response I would get. The fates were smiling on me that day and the ground wind was blowing north, the sun was shining on the beach, and there was nobody around. Perfect, right? Remember I said ground wind. 
Well, the launch was beautiful. The balloons eagerly popped out, taking flight, and we watched them rising higher and higher into the sky, until finally they caught a southern breeze aloft, and now they were heading straight for the no-fly zone. Well, we fired up the truck and began to follow them. We finally saw them up in the distance and gave chase on US-95 South. We kept trying to convince ourselves it will be okay because surely they will deflate as they reach the colder upper air. Not today. No such luck. We followed as long as we could see them, finally lost sight just south of Oak Hill. Well, like they say, any landing you can walk away from is a successful one. We got off without being found out, but my Uncle Ed, who was actually in charge of the vertical assembly building where the shuttle was assembled, mentioned that they did have an alert and a good laugh at the balloon flyby. Never did tell that story until just now. I'm sure the statute of limitations has run out, but please keep it to yourself just in case. And lastly, we bring up Pirate's Gold. Many years and two grandkids later, Christmas was just around the corner and we wanted to do something different with their gifts. This year it was little wooden pirate chests in which we concealed 100 Sacagawea golden coins under some fake gold foil covered chocolate silver dollar candy. Upon opening, it was like, oh, cool, some candy in a fancy pirate's box. Arg. And then deeper down, wait, these are too heavy for candy. And then an excited, cool, look at all the gold coins in a fancy pirate's box. Yep, that was a fun time. And now we come to the end of this episode, and this is where we need to take care of some housekeeping. Here's how we keep the lights on. Thanks for listening. I am really glad to be able to share this time with all of you, and I hope you will share us with your friends. We try to do some good through these blogs and this podcast, so you can enjoy, chuckle, even laugh out loud if nobody's watching. But remember, we are reader-supported, so... When you buy through links on our site, we may receive an affiliate commission. Our goal is to provide you with a familiar site you can trust, to entertain you, and keep you up to date with what's new, and never, ever let you give a lame gift ever again. Please, if you did chuckle, show your appreciation and buy us a coffee. This will keep the lights on a little bit longer. Talk to you later.